Blog Talk Radio. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows the turkey Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Yes, morning. Good morning, Merchant. Hi, good morning, Dennis. Good morning, Mr. Francis. Ivor. Good morning. Miss Bob and company. Good morning. Good morning to you, Merchant. We're hearing you loud and clear. Okay. <laughs> very good, very good. Well, I hope everybody is okay on this special day. We're going to remember the reason for the season, and we're going to really, really take it nice and slow. Folks, we're going to be here for 
six long hours, but our special guests are going to be here with us for just the first hour, which we're going to be really, really appreciating. So I haven't heard Leon. Leon, did you say good morning? I think we're still not getting Leon. Uh, somebody's muted, perhaps. Nonetheless, okay, we'll we'll continue. <clears throat> Sister Babu, how are you doing? Doing wonderful, praise God. And Sister praise Kathleen, how wonderful. about you? I know, I thought we had Sister Kathleen with us. Let's see. Okay, this might be her. 845, would it be her number? Eight this is Debbie. 
how has his week been and how is how he's doing today? It's very early for him over there. Morning, Dennis. Yes. Good morning, Ivor, and good morning to our fellow panelists, guests, and listeners. I just want to take this opportunity to say, wish you all a very Merry Christmas, Happy, and Healthy New Year. And uh, right now over here, it's still pretty dark outside. I don't think I can see anything from my window. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a chilly 46 degrees, and uh, we have promise of rain for the next couple of days, but uh, we'll believe that when it appears. And of course, I miss the bearded one, and I have a story to tell, but I think when I find some time, I will talk to you. Okay, Iva, Okay, hold a minute. Murchis, how are you doing? Yeah, much as I was asking you, how are you doing? Do we have notice? Okay. We did. I'm still looking for the 770 number. Oh, sorry. Hold it. 678. I'm sorry. 678-469. Oh, 469. Okay. 678 is the first. Okay. Well, we have her online. Sister Kathleen, good yes. morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? Oh, I'm blessed, and uh, we're happy that you are here to at least oh, yes. participate in our special Christmas um, proceedings. Oh, yes, I'm so happy how, to, how to be here. On the home front? Oh, it's going great. God is good all the time. All so. the time, and all the time, God is good. Very, very good. He's good. Okay, so... Leon, let's see if we can get you loud and clear now. Morning, you're, Leon. you're coming in on my line very low, Iva. I don't know if you're hearing me. I'm hearing you loud and clear. You're hearing me? Okay. Yes, loud and clear. Okay, my phone then. Oh, God, are you better? No, we're hearing you, Leon, so go ahead. How are you? Okay, how's, good how's, morning, folks. Home front. Yeah, everything is fine. Everything is fine. It could be better, but, you know, we're thankful for small mercies. God is great, and today is a wonderful day, another Christmas. And would you believe it's five Christmases that I've spent in my neck of the woods, and it didn't be, I didn't anticipate it would be so short. But I'm grateful. Weather is wonderful, and I hope everyone who is on, they are experiencing very good, good weather indeed. Thanks for this wonderful opportunity this morning to just celebrate the birth of our dear Father, Jesus Christ. Okay, very Back well. Back to you. Very good. So, how is uh, Mrs. Francis, how is she doing? Oh, resting wonderfully well last night, and it's one of the few times that we have opened our gifts <laughs> on Christmas Eve, just the stroke of midnight. We usually do that as a tradition over the years, but maybe... We're not able to do it. All right. Well, I'll tell you, we're going to be taking it off. Murchis was dropped. Okay, I can see that on there. So, I don't you can try to get it back there for me, Leon, from the main studio there. 
I guess you might just want to say good morning with the limited time you would have had with us. But in the meantime, folks, you know, we're going to have our, our usual Saturday where we will have our inspirational portion, and we have two special guests with us to really take us through. And um, at 9.30, we're going to have the book of the Bible. Leon would just read the verse, and of course, we can go through it. At 10 o'clock, we will have our sports roundup. As we know, sports is a big part of the Saturday morning um, show. And of course, we're going to have our chit-chat, mainly, you know, anything surrounds Christmas with a bunch of Christmas songs. So stick and stay for that. But in the meantime, while we try to get noticed, we just want to say good morning to Debbie. Debbie, how have you been? I'm good. I'm good. Season's greetings. Um, give God all the thanks and praise. Give God all the thanks and praise. So we're fine. Um, I'm in East Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, close to the Poconos, and it snowed yesterday. So we're technically having a white Christmas. Um, so I'm here. Okay, very well. I you Hope you'll be able to enjoy this opportunity to to thank all of your listeners to tune in every Saturday and hear myself and Dawn. Thank you from Antigua and Barbuda and Kears. Happy holiday season. Greetings. Merry Christmas. Um, We'd like to thank you once again um, for the station um, and hope that during the new year we're able to come on as often too. Okay, well, hope, hopefully we'll hear from, from Dawn before the, the day is out. A little later Absolutely. On, so. I'll come back on um, on your second portion of the day. So we'll be yes, on ten, um, about 10.45. We'll, we'll, we'll make way for, way for you guys. Not a problem. So we'll, I'll come back on at 10.45. Yes, okay. I'm going to call upon oh. Sister Kathleen now to maybe... Lead us here in whatever she has for us in this special Christmas day. Sister Kathleen, come on in. Okay, good morning. The topic that I want to bring before you this morning and the audience is, what is the real reason for the season? In an atmosphere of anticipation and celebration, there is a difference between the secular view and biblical view about Christmas. The Christmas season is reflected in decorating churches, buildings, stores, and houses with beautiful lights. Classic carols are sung and Christmas music played. Many people spend money to buy gifts to show that they love their family members and friends. The day is spent with family eating and opening gifts as well as watching Christmas specials. Although there is nothing wrong in doing these things, let's remember that the real reason for the season is to celebrate the birth of Christ. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And that's from John 3.16. The greatest gift of love that will ever be given. We celebrate the wisdom of God's plan for humanity. His son's birth, which brought hope to a nation of people who had been promised a savior. 
Christmas is defined as the joy of giving to others as God has given to us, his son. However, let's remember that giving is an important value all year long, and it includes giving to our time and our time, skills, abilities, and talents for the betterment of mankind. My hope for you this Christmas is that you will personally experience God's gifts of love, joy, and peace through accepting Christ as your Savior. Thank mm-hmm. you. Okay, I will back to you. I will, yeah. Yeah, I will seem to adjust. Is it, is, are you hearing me, Dave? I am hearing you. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay. I'm here. So this time we're going to call on Sister Barbara to just follow up on what Sister Kathleen would have said. Uh, Yes, praise God um, for those um, encouraging words, Sister Kathleen. And um, yes, what I try to do this year with my grandkids, and some other kids, I would say grandkids, I don't know, or whatever. What I try to do this year is that I want to bring us all back to the basis of what we are really celebrating. Just as uh, Sister Kathleen shared uh, about the gifts, sometimes the kids get just carried away about the gifts. But I made a note to each one of my grandchildren today to let them know exactly why we are celebrating today who we are celebrating today. Yes, the gifts are fine, but we are celebrating that wonderful gift of Jesus, God's Son, that he sent to us to save us. And um, reading from Luke chapter 2, verses 10 through 12. And behold, an angel of the Lord for them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. That's the best gift that we could have ever gotten as God sent Jesus Christ as a baby to save us. So without Christ, our sins would we would be eternally separated from God. So he took our iniquities upon himself, enduring the death and penalty in our place, and then he rose from the dead. In doing so, Christ redeemed us and he opened the door for eternal fellowship with the Father. Jesus' sacrifice means that anyone, anyone listening here today, anyone under the sound of my voice, who choose to accept mercy instead of punishment. It is God's free gift. Those gifts that we have under the Christmas tree today and that we were given out, if anyone give us a penny for that gift that we're going to give them, it is no longer a gift. 
And that is the same thing what Christ did with his son. It is not Christ coming, dying for us, and us performing. Then it would not be a free gift. But God freely gave us his son. He sent Jesus Christ to pay for our sin, that in full past, present, and future. Free gift. If we would just accept him, accept this free gift, because we could not save ourselves. We were lost without Christ. This is our sinful nature that we are separated from, from God. What happened in, in the Garden of Eden? That sin that happened between Adam and Eve, that separated us from God. So look how beautiful, look how beautiful our Father is. That he had a plan for us. He said, no, I want you all to spend eternity with me. And he knows the, he knows the wages of sin is death. So look at love. He just blows my mind when I just think about his love. He went beyond he said, no, I have a plan. Mm-mm-mm-mm. No. I know the penalty for not accepting me. I know the penalty for separation away from me. But I love them so much. Jesus loves us so much that he put, he sent Jesus Christ to pay for our sin, that in full past, present, and future. So today, we can live forever with Christ. It's our choice. Are we going to accept? We no longer look at him as this baby in a manger. But we look at him as a coming king. He's coming. Look at what's going on. He's coming. This is time for us to really decide. It's not about us. It is not about us. It is not what we have done, but it's what Christ has done for us, plus zero. Because anything added to what Christ has done is not a free gift. But Jesus gave us this free gift. A free gift. Hear us sing that in full. So, Father, we just want to give you praise and thanks. So I want to share and ask this question today. Merry Christmas to everybody. It's Merry, in true words, if we had accepted that free gift. It is Merry Christmas then. Do we have a relationship with Almighty God? And we can, we have a need for Christ because without him we are lost into eternal punishment or being separated from him. But today, we don't have to go there. We can choose Christ. Whether we believe or whether we believe not, we are going to meet Christ. Someday, we're going to meet him. But he loves us so much, he don't want to be without us. So I want to ask this question with everybody listening under my voice today, reaching out to the world. Do you have a relationship with Almighty God? Do you have a relationship with this Jesus, the Son of God? Do you have a relationship with that baby that was in a manger that came for this purpose? Do you? If not, he loves you. He's with his arms outstretched every day. To get into hell, we have to kick 
and jump over God and, and kick everything that he put in our way. He sent people, he sent songs, he sent the, the creation, he sent nature, he sent whatever. Because he wants us to spend eternity with him. So we just need to ask for his forgiveness today. Because he is the gift is wrapped and ready and he is and is waiting to be open and enjoy. This is the gift that God has given to all of us, his son, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory yes. to God in the highest and on earth, goodwill to all men. Praise God.
But most of all, we're going to give love every day of the year. Today, we're going to give God's love special day. It's Christmas Day in the city. And we have two very special guests with us here today. But at this time, we're going to introduce Leon to bring a book of the Bible. Leon, yeah. come on. Yes. Thank you very much, Ivor, and thank you for our sisters there who brought us the words this morning. We are so grateful for their presence. Last week, we finished the prophetic books of the Bible. This week, we are going the poetic books of the Bible last week, and today, we are going to be speaking about the prophetic books of the Bible. It begins with the book of Isaiah, and Isaiah the prophet prophesied, in Judah, during the reigns of King Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, he repeatedly warned the people that Jerusalem and Judah would be judged because of their wickedness. In chapter 39, he predicted the Babylonians' exile, but he also held out hope for the kingdom would be restored. And beginning in chapter 40, Isaiah offered comfort with the promises from God. One, that Babylonians' exile would be allowed to return to Jerusalem. And two, the righteous suffering servant would bring salvation. And finally, God will set up a new righteous kingdom. So that, in, it, in essence, is the book of Isaiah, the first prophetic books of the last 17 books in the Old Testament. I just exhort all who are listening to just take some time out to get themselves involved with one book at least a week. It's going all over the world, you know. It's outrageous, too. Get back to basics, man. You've got to get back to basics what he teaches. Yeah, we sorry about that. We yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, as 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 mm, yeah, some sister came in there, but um yes. Yeah, the book Finish of um, Isaiah. Very good book to read when you're in trouble. There is always some comfort that you can find in one of the books of the Bible. Back to you, Ivan. Yes, indeed. Well, we want to thank you for that. And um, I'm sure Sister Kathleen can break that down for us in, in layman's language. And Sister Barbara, I'm sure they can expound on that book of the Bible you would have just read. Sister Kathleen, can you add anything to that and just put it in perspective for us? Mm-hmm. Well, I think you would have lost. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have lost. Uh, so, Baba, are you you still with us? Um, did you hear all of it? The, the book of the Bible, there from Liam. The book of Isaiah. Okay, it's probably she's trying to get someone else online. I heard that a little earlier, and we don't have the great Phil with us this morning. He is our Google oh, for when you would have finished. So <laughs> I hopefully we'll get filled. Hope that is okay. And today <laughs> is going to be a special day. So 
folks want to hear him. I know that for sure. Okay, well, folks, as usual, we would have um, heard the book of the Bible, and uh, although it's Christmas, we're going to still keep at least the first portion of the show in, in its normalcy. We expect to hear the sports, and we expect to hear cardinals to bring the birthdays, anniversaries, and events that would have taken place on this date. And, of course, Don and Debbie comes in at 10.45. So you can stay with us. Bobby, we would have lost... Um, Sister Kathleen, so if you get a chance, you can um, get her to come back with us. And you're still on live with us, so come through. I'll just try to get you in the back room.
Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much. Eyes and you look and see wondrous things and good things that God has been doing for us and through us, each and every one of us. Mm-hmm. And that he would bring us great joy. All right, so Merry Christmas to everybody. Iva, you have a, a Merry yep. Christmas. And, um, thank God for the work that you're doing, that you allow his work to come in to your radio show. Yes, we thank you for that, and we want to thank you for coming too. But before Dennis, come on in. Um, I'm going to be fast. You know, I, I like news. What are you actually doing for Christmas? Are you cooking? Are you doing some home cooking? Me? Yes. You know this is Christmas. Mm-hmm. And you know my kitchen is full of food. Yes. Um, yes, you're going to throw them. Even family, cooking, baking, we enjoy the time. Um, together. Yes, we're having a very merry Christmas. And so the kids will come having, gifts and stuff. They're coming, yes. they're coming over later? They should, yes. Okay, well, you make sure that they, they, they call in so I can get it on air. I need to get my Christmas on air. Time for me to <laughs> brag and boast while I'm alive. You know what I mean? Yes, okay, so yeah. we have Last week calling. we had money. Imani came through last week to say hi and hello on radio, so we have to get those other grandkids to come on in as well. Oh, that's nice. Okay, yeah. so yeah, Kevin. Well, yeah, let, we let, let, to... let me give you a little. Let me give you a little kudos. Don't don't go because then he's gonna talk on our behalf. But I have to give you a kudos on here too because a few people would have tasted my cooking, and whenever they ask me, well, where where did you learn to cook? What do I always say? I want you to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> I got it from Barbara. <laughs> I got it from Barbara. I got it from my best mm-hmm. teacher, Barbara. That's you. There you go. So you see, there it is. You're going to be forever etched in the heart. In the heart. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes. You're welcome. Yeah. And it was a pleasure to share the word yeah, today. Yeah, it was a pleasure. But I'm going to let Dennis do the, the, do the honors there too. Let you know how much we appreciate you, you guys, to coming through to um to brighten our Christmas. It's not the first; it's not going to be the last. I hope. Dennis, come on in. Yes, uh, Ivor. Good morning to you again, Sister Barbara. Good Very morning. Christmas Day, Christmas Day, December twenty-five, twenty twenty-one. I want to thank our honored guest, Sister Barbara, Sister Kathleen, for their presence with us on the show. And of course, on behalf of the Cricket Show, wish to send out Christmas greeting to our panelists, uh, listeners, wherever you are, a very Merry Christmas and a happy and healthy New Year. We thank you all for uh, being with us throughout the year, and we hope and wish to see and hear from you in the new year. So don't be a stranger. Remember where we are every Saturday, 6 a.m., 9 a.m. Eastern to 12. And, of course, we have the cricket shows on Sundays. That is 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. So, one and all, Merry Christmas. Enjoy the rest of your day, and we thank you for being with us. Back to you, Iva. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas, too. Merry Christmas to my favorite, Debbie and Maggie, Balti. I hope I'll hear, hear from them before the day is over. 
and um, yeah. Tracy mm-hmm. Perkins and just better half. So, you know, oh, it's yeah. for the love, right? Yes, I for will. the love. <laughs> I'll call them and let them know. <laughs> yes. Um, all right, then, well, you'll be good. And again, we'll catch up. I sure I hear, hear you with when those grandchildren come on over. Kevin was with us, but um, apparently he's Mike Shy. Hopefully we'll hear him later. No, he's never Mike Shy. He used to be in here with sports when he was here. <laughs> so I <laughs> down to I would hear him later. That's that's my that's my son. So mm-hmm. you you have a wonderful day and don't burn the pot. But my grandma used to say. <laughs> All right, Dr. Burn the burn part is good for the heart. All right, then, well. Okay, good. You have a good one. Thanks. Give our regards to Sister Kathleen again. Okay, I'll tell her. Yes. Sorry about that, Sister Kathleen dropped off. I don't know if the car was dropped or whatever, but she couldn't um, get back on. But I'll let her know. Okay? Yes. Mm -hmm. And well, like I said, feel free because we're gonna have um, we're gonna have greetings, you know, requests and all the kind of good stuff there, especially in the second half. We're gonna be here until mm-hmm. three o'clock, so between twelve and three might be a very very good time if you know folks want to come and call. Twelve and three. Between, between yes, twelve okay. and three today. Yes, so we're okay. gonna take requests okay. and all the good stuff. So feel free. Okay. You have the number, bookmark it, and let the folks know. And again. Thanks. We'll talk before the day is over. Yes. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you too. Surely it's a very cold reminder. It's Christmas time again. And I'm thinking of you Oh, I miss you And the things we always share How I wish that I was there Close to you I'm sure that Christmas here is beautiful But oh, with you it's much Christmas 
and the supporters of this show from the onset. So we thank you so much, and we are grateful that you were able to help us through another year. Back to you, Ivor. Life is easy when you uphold the mountain got peace of mind like you've never known nothing changed when you're down in the valley don't stay for you're never alone for the God on the
Yes, folks, that's where we're going to be closing down the inspirational portion this morning. Truly, truly hope you would have enjoyed what you would have heard so far. But stick and stay. You know, the, 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 the failure of West Indies cricket, you know, is not, is not the failure of Shanda Paul. The failure of West Indies cricket is uh, the failure repeat, of repeat, repeat that for me, sir, please. Repeat that. Huh? Repeat that statement, please. Repeat that. The failure of West Indies cricket is not the failure of Shanda Paul. It's the failure of West Indies team and its, its players as a whole. Well, there you have it, folks. The introduction to the sports. When you would have heard anything about sports around this time of day, you know it is time for Leon to exchange his robe and put on his sporting gears. So, here comes Leon. My name is Leon. Leon. Where are you, Leon? Where are you, Leon? Yes, are you here yes, now? Are you here yes, now? Yes, okay, you're here. Okay, I was very muted. <laughs> I was very <laughs> muted. I mute myself out so that I can't disturb. And I oh, was right. just saying before I came in that I had to do a number. To, to wake up Phil, he was fast asleep. <laughs> so that's, oh. that's it. But nevertheless, thank you for the opportunity and thanks for the other that uh, inspirational show this morning again. Well, let's begin this week, this um, today's sports with the, the sad news coming out of um, Miami, or as um, Virgil would say, the beautiful city of Lauder Hill, is that the first ODI that was scheduled to be played between USA and Ireland has been cancelled. Why? Because uh, an umpire has been found to have con- contracted the COVID-19 and they are short of a virus and that match will not go on. So the first one is not going to be on. Yes, the first ODI is cancelled. And just to let, to let those folks know that the two matches, two o- T20 were played and a total really, really exciting two matches that were played. The first one, the USA won convincingly by 26 runs, and what a wonderful victory that is. The first time that a, a, the U.S. team has beaten a, a, a ranked team in the ICC. And the second, they went down by a mere nine runs. i just give you some details of the first. The first, the USA scored 187, 88 for six. Ireland scored 162.46, beating them by some 26 runs. And the next encounter, Ireland, they were dis- dismissed for 150 on the dot, 150 in the 19th over, 18.5 overs, and the USA replied with 141.47, and when they they are in its close. So it meant that the Trophy had to be shared between both countries. And like I said before, the first C20, not ODI, has to be canceled. And hopefully the next one that should be played on the 28th will also will not be canceled, but will be played. And they'll go on to play the third encounter. But very exciting matches between two teams that are most 
USA are almost there. And hopefully, we'll hear great things from them in the future. And some sad news for some who, who love Harbhajan Singh because he has found it a way to say goodbye to international cricket. The 41-year-old last played for India in 2016, and uh, he, he has finalized with some 400 and, uh, 417 test wickets and 269 international T20 ODI wickets, as well as 25 T20. 365 games he played for India. So we say goodbye to Harbhajan Singh. And he has served India well. And I, can keep, I just hope that he will just enjoy his retirement and come back and do something good for cricket. Australia, they are set to, to clinch the series starting on Boxing Day when they will take on England. England haven't bowed out of the two test matches easily. England losing badly in the two encounters so far. And the next encounter would be on Boxing Day in Melbourne, in that big, gigantic stadium over there. And hopefully, if England are to save the test, they'll have to win this match or even draw it, and they can draw the series. But it's a tough, tough assignment. England uh, under the gun. India are touring South Africa. They'll be playing three test matches three ODIs from December the 26th to January the 23rd. So another Boxing Day test. England will be playing, not India will be playing South Africa, and of course they will be playing at Super Sports Park. And just to remind our folks, this is perhaps India's best chance for them to, to win a series in South Africa. We wish them well, and hopefully they will do what is right to win the series. But, you know, South Africa... I took tough cookies in their neck of the woods. The Big Bash and the leaders in the Big Bash are the Sydney, the Perth Scorchers, followed by the Sydney Sixers, the Hobart Hurricanes, Sydney Thunder, the Brisbane Heat, Adelaide Strikers, and at the two last teams are the Melbourne Stars and the Melbourne Renegades. And Melbourne Stars are is rep, yeah, West Indies superstar Russell is shooting up for that team. Bangladesh are due to tour New Zealand and what a tour this got to be because it's going to be two tests, December the 28th to January the 13th. The 28th will be the test that will play at the Bay Oval, number two. Mount, don't know where that is, but they'll be playing against New Zealand 11. And then on January the 1st, New Zealand will take on Bangladesh, the first test match. And then January the 9th uh, to the 13th, New Zealand will be taking on the uh, visiting Bangladesh side on the second test match. And the Gali Gladiators versus Jatna Kings. And Jatna Kings won by 23 runs in the Lanka League. And guess what? Our very own uh, sales, sales has been representing that winning team. They took home the championship. That is the Jatna Kings 
They won by 23 runs, and we wish them well, and that ends that spectacle. And over in Antigua, the Cricket Association bat eight competition. It will reconvene next week after rain has spoiled the play for last weekend, and they will be starting um, next week. But eight will continue next week following rain interruption. And some other cricket news. The Ashes, of course, we know. Ireland are touring the USA, and India are touring South Africa, and Bangladesh will be touring New Zealand. But come January, Ireland will be touring the West Indies. Of course, we know about that as well. And Afghanistan will be touring the Netherlands. England will be touring the, the West Indies come January 22nd to March the 29th. And New Zealand will be touring Australia June 30th to February the 8th. And, of course, we enter our football from the English Premier League where Manchester City are still on top with 44 points, followed by Liverpool in second place on 41 one point, and then Chelsea are way below them and 38 points in third place. And Arsenal, they are fourth. West Ham, fifth. Manchester United, sixth. Tottenham, seventh. Wolves, Leicester, Aston Villa, Crystal Palace, Brentford, Brighton, Everton, Southampton, Leeds, and Watford are in that order. And at the cellar are Burnley, Newcastle, and Norwich. Of course, Chelsea, 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 way below, below Liverpool. And Liverpool is, is, is really putting a beating on Chelsea. But it's just a Christmas gift that we're giving them until the COVID is, is over. And some news coming out of Antigua that the Benna girls get some convincing wins over in Grenada. And the Antigua and Barbuda on the 70 football team racked up. A convincing 7-2 victory over Grenada when they met in the first two encounters warm-up matches and the first they won by 4-2. So congratulations to the Bennett girls as on the 17 team as they wrap up a victory over the in Grenada. And there's some sad news because the Washington football team have said a player, Mr. Desarah, but Everett is in hospital after being involved in a serious accident. They say he's not life-threatening, but at least anyone that is hospitalized, you have to say, well, wish them well. You never know. And um, that's about it that we have. But just a reminder, folks, that tomorrow we'll be going into more details. We'll be talking to you about all event that has taken place during the year and we are hoping folks to put our heads together and see if we can come up with the the player of the year for the Caribbean and of course of the world so be sure to join us as at 6 to 9 p.m. well you'll hear from Simon O'Brien, Audley Watson, of course Ivan may join us and we have Dennis Seed and we have Jason Patel of course Mackenzie he may join us as well and all your fans that we have around the world, we just want to take the opportunity to wish them all a Merry, Merry Christmas and, of course, a prosperous New Year. So back over to you, Ivor. Yeah, I want to thank you for that, Leon. Sports, sports sad news there about um, the, the first ODI. And um, let's hope that 
that the others would be played because I sure yes. they're gonna do some con- contact tracing or something there when yes, uh, yes. that's unfortunate. At there this time. I question but for you. Question for you, yeah. Iva. Yeah. Is, is this match can is this match cancelled because yes they of the got the positive the positive test or is it because they couldn't find a replacement umpire? I think both. But I don't know how both. they can find a replacement umpire when their umpires That's there. Yeah, so well, that was my that, that was my that, that, that umpiring thing. That doesn't sound sound right. It, it, I, I, it, it, it doesn't sound. It doesn't sound right. So let's just say just the COVID. But they use that. Let's go ahead and say good morning to to Phil kindly standing by to give us birthdays and and the like. Morning, Phil. How are you doing? Merry Christmas to you, sir. Morning, gentlemen. Morning to Dennis morning. in California. Morning, morning to Is Lynette on today? <laughs> She's listening, I okay. would suppose, but she has She's not dialed in oh. yet. But, but Murtis is on, and you have not asked for Murtis. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, I, I won't tell you what my excuse is for not being on early. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and okay, Sir Leon, Sir Leon, Sir Leon, yes, I sir. would like to say good morning to Sir Leon, and I whisper a prayer for his, his wife. Unit and um, your 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 former is is <laughs> all his family. You know, I they are very special people. You know, very special. Yes, I would indeed. like to tell you all the things that Leon has done for me. Yeah, um, including use the butter. Okay. Use, you can use the butter. Use the butter. Phil is okay. Ah, huh? can you, you can say some of the nice, wonderful things. This boy. Yeah. Yeah. I um. I was um. He 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 took me out of the out of uh, a bl- a black spot. A black spot was in my life. Some. Years ago, and he came on the scene, and he took me out of that trouble. Huh? Very good. Huh? Best to say yeah. it now than to say it when a person is in the. Country. He's a great man. He's a great yeah, man. He has it. a big heart. Spread it. Spread it. Huh? That's right. Spread and, the word. Spread the butter. Huh? And <laughs> he has been when he was living down. Down here in Miami, down further down south, yes. he has been uh, signing up my papers for the Notary Republic to tell them that I am still alive, so that I can get my pension from here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I heard uh, Mrs. St. Louis say. You taxi men and self-employed workers, you're not going to be able to work all the days of your life. 
Mm-hmm. So sign up, sign up for Social Security, and that has, uh, is is a plus for me for that. There you go. Uh, so that uh, you, that have you have Leonard <laughs> You have Leonard but it's okay. You have Leonard Kiwi eyes, but it's okay. I I I was I was hoping he said that when he was lost and I found him. That must perhaps be the biggest thing you saw here. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, he, came, he came out with it. <laughs> yeah, I was lost and he found me. <laughs> yeah. All right, there it is. There it is. Folks, there it is. There it is. No better hey. place to be, but right here in the Saturday and morning. I was informed <laughs> last Sunday, last uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, that we yes. have some illustrious people on this panel. You know? Yes. So we have Dennis, who is a retired doctor of Jewish, and Cardinal, <laughs> who is another retired doctor of Jewish. I were in, in the law business as well. well <laughs> where you got those things from? But <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's all in, all in the entertainment. It's okay. You can't find it no better place other than the Saturday morning uh, yeah. entertainment. Show. I were I were in, in the in the law law sitting with the law lords of Miami. Yeah, I'm a commentary lawyer. Yes, I see. Yes, oh, yes. I see. All right, sir. Uh, yes. Um, Donald Hall said, but, used to say, that yes. they call Donald Hall to the booth. We, we, we have a long day here, Phil, and I hope that you're going to be with us because we're going to have two shows. We're going to be here until 3 o'clock. And speaking of lawyers. What? Folks want to, yeah, huh? we're gonna be here for a long time and for a good time too, so Yeah don't Yeah, we're we having a good time right now. <laughs> exactly. But I wanted to save your breath right yeah. now because we we, we 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 have we have the real lawyer on here and he's gonna tell us who's having a birthday today. Yeah. Who's having an anniversary yeah. today? And other yeah. special events that would have taken place on this day. You two yeah. can add to it because I don't know if it was on this day that you were found by Leon. Good morning, Cardinal. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. I, I'll give way to the, the information that's coming out. Uh, yes. Dr. Cardinal, yeah. come on in. Yes, good morning, good morning, Leon. Good morning to you. I see you there, Mortrich, Lynette. I haven't heard Lynette this morning, but I, I know, no, um, Philly is going to wake her up. I told me that she was cooking a sumptuous dinner. Okay. <laughs> good morning, Dennis. And I know as, as as Christians mm-hmm. as Christians as the Christians on here you're gonna be celebrating merit you're gonna be celebrating Christmas today. Today is the twenty fifth of yeah. December. 
which Christians usually use for a celebration, the term to be the celebration of the birth of Christ. Okay. So I'm going to convey my best wishes to all the Christians and to all the people who are celebrating at this year, Africans at this at the end of this year, they, they, each year they, suffer, they, they, they celebrate what is called the harvest, Kwanza. the first fruit, Kwanzaa. Tomorrow will be the first day of that celebration. And to the people who celebrate Hanukkah, my greetings go out to you as well. And to anybody else who celebrates anything around this time, that I may not know about or might have forgotten. Okay. Now, before I go any further, I got to I got to celebrate I've got to celebrate the special fans of the entertainment show. Last week Ivor didn't Ivor didn't didn't feel like celebrating them, so he, he cut me off on that one. So if you didn't hear it last week, that's not my fault. That's Ivor. Put that on him. He didn't care to celebrate the special fans last week. And I, and I know Murchis noticed, because Murchis is the kind of person who says, I'm not going to say a word. So Murchis, you can say your word now, because I've already said it for you. So let me just celebrate these special fans. I'm going to go up to New York. I know it's Christmas Day and everything else. That's in there. And said, good morning to Murchis, Donna, Ina, Sharon, and Lady Bob Denise, and all the fans up there in New York. I'm going over to St. Martin, where I'm going to say good morning to Irma Thompson and my good man Carlos. And you know, like I say, it's Christmas time and celebration time, and St. Martin is going to be right up there. Don't mind COVID, they say. We're going to still have a good time. So. If you want to have that kind of fun, go over to St. Martin. I'm going to go on to St. Kitsman. I'm going to say good morning to Lynette. And Lynette, well, Lynette let me in that she's cooking up today. The reason I did it, she doesn't. You can hear her. It's that she's cooking up a wonderful dinner for you, Phil. So you got yeah. to go present yourself. Good morning, Lynette. <laughs> I'm going to step on across the water to need this. I'm going to say Good morning to Mr. Renford Doe and his crew there at 2020 yeah. Radio, particularly yeah. to Carmen Lady C. Griffin. Good morning to you. I'm going to go on up to the UK. I'm going to say good morning to Omel. And I'm sure Omel has some kind of message for Leon because, you know, she didn't take kindly to Leon tell, telling her that Chelsea is ahead of Liverpool. So, she sends one last salvo and remind Leon, hey, Chelsea and Liverpool are going to make it into the semi-final for the which cup? Carabao Cup. Right. And she says, She's going to prove once and for all that Liverpool stands always in the superior position to Chelsea because she thinks and she hopes that they meet in the finals. 
That's Omel's message for Leon. Now, I'm going to step across the waterway. I'm going to say good morning to the people in Fort Lauderdale. King Alimat, how you doing, brother? Hope you are doing okay. You know, we always remember Alimat this time of year with his music. As he lights up trinkets and the rest of the Caribbean beginning at this time. Good morning, Alimat. I'm going to say good morning to... Yeah, when the boys are oh, oh. Yeah. Okay, good morning to Marva Jones and my favorite celebrity, Tiffany, a little brother Malik, and little sister Tanaya. Good morning to you. I'm going to go on down to the southwest where I'm going to say good morning to Jerome Cutner to you over there by way of Sandy Point. Good morning, Cutner, and the fans down there in the Cutler Ridge area. I'm going to go on up to Georgia, where I'm going to say good morning to Monique, Yvette, and Barbara. And Monique is, is hanging out everything today. She's celebrating today because yesterday was Monique's birthday. So I'm going to also say Happy birthday, Monique, and I'm hoping that you have had a great party to celebrate. Okay, so well, hope you, 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 after all the celebration, you're up in time to listen to the entertainment show. Um, you may be fall asleep after all the partying. Good morning, Monique, Yvette, Barbara. And finally, I'm going to say good morning to my dear sister, Yvonne. Yvonne sent me all kind of Christmas jokes with Santa dancing and all this kind of thing. But Iva, Yvonne told me Santa is looking for a Caribbean wife and she thinks that she is going to be on the list, high up on the list. What do you think? I think she qualifies. I'm, I have my camera You got your camera charged up. Okay. Yes, there yes, you yes. Go. Waiting for that wedding. Yes. <laughs> Morning, Ivan. Hope that you're having a great time. You know, you know, these are the times I remember you especially, my dear sister. Good morning, and celebrate everyone as safely, but as joyously as you can. Yes. Well, Colonel, we're gonna go straight on into the birthdays, but I'm gonna jump the gun. Okay. Um, well, happy birthday to Chris Morton over there in Nevis celebrating today. Happy birthday to Jesus. So take it away. Yes, and I do have to say happy birthday to my brother Chris. The guy born on Christmas Day. Okay, Chris. Um, let me get let me get to my notes here. Okay. Now, I'm going to bring you some celebrations, anniversaries, birthdays, and historical notes. Compliments of Mr. Audley Watson. He says, today, for the anniversary for the December 25th, the 359th day of 2021. And today, who's selling a birthday? From West Indies, Channel Daily. She's out of Jamaica. From England, Marcus Trescottick. He's out on Simon Jones, Alistair Cook, Walter Comfort, 
from Pakistan, you have Mansur Akhtar, Mohammed Ramzan, Shahzaib Hassan, Natalia Provide, and Mansur Amdad. Start getting out in Pakistan. Nude from New Zealand, Donald McRae, Hedley Howard, Nick Turner, Clarence Brumet. From Kenya, Alexa Banda. From the United Arab Emirates, Azad Saeed. From Uganda, Trevor Bokinia. From South Africa, Charlie Smith. From Bangladesh, Tapas Baisa. From India, Sujata Sridharan. From and from right here in the Caribbean, our own radio personality, a name we hear time and time again, Mr. Oliver Solomon. Wow. From Khalid Caribbean Sportline. Justin Trudeau's birthday is today, the Prime Minister of Canada. Humphrey Bogart, the musical actor. Annie Lennox, the singer-songwriter. Jimmy Buffett, the American sing- singer-songwriter. Remember him best for what? Margaritaville. Um... Carl Rove, political consultant, presidential advisor, and lobbyist. Nurse Clara Barton, the founder of the American Red Cross. And Wasadat, the third president of Egypt. In, in 1918, Barbara Mandrell, the American country singer and TV host. Um, sorry. Ricky Henderson, baseball player. Adut Akech, South Sudanese-Australian model. C.H. Founder, Guyanese-American actress. Adi is giving me a date here, 352, as the first definite date Christmas was celebrated. Some historians, though, have it as one, the first day year that Christmas was celebrated. I guess different historians have different records. 1223, St. Francis of Assisi assembled the first nativity scene in Breccio, Italy. In 1492, Columbus's flagship, the Santa Maria, runs aground and sinks on the north coast of Hispaniola. In 1818, the first known Christian Christmas carol, Silent Night. In 1830, the best friend of Charleston, became the first regularly scheduled steam locomotive train in the United States. The locomotive made it in its initial run on the first six miles of the track of the South Carolina Canal and Railroad Company. In 1868, despite bitter opposition, U.S. President Andrew Johnson grants unconditional pardon to all persons involved in the Southern Rebellion. That's another name for the U.S. Civil War. In 1926, the Crown Prince, of, Crown Prince Hirohito of Japan assumes the throne upon his, his father's death. His father, Emperor Yoshihito. In 1951, West Indies wrap up a six-wicket defeat of Australia on first Christmas Day test on the third day of the third test at the Adelaide Oval. In 1983, the first live telecast of Christmas Parade at the Epcot Center in Disney World, Florida. In 1991, 
Mikhail Gorbachev, formerly resigned as president of the USSR in a televised speech. In 2009, Phil Jackson becomes the sixth coach in the NBA to win 1,000 games as his LA Lakers beat Boston Celtics 90-83 at the Staples Center in LA. In 2014, the Russian mili- a Russian military defense plane crashes into the Black Sea after takeoff from Sochi Airport, killing all 92 people aboard. And of course, the Christians would want to remind me that today is the celebration of the birth of Jesus, whom they consider to be the Christ. Those are your historical notes. Okay. Back to you, Okay. Okay. I don't know if anyone has anything else to add. You did not say this was the day that Phil was found by by um <clears throat> by Leon. So I guess it's got to be another day. It's not on your list. Any other thing would happen on this date, 25th December? Yeah, I, 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 my, my concern, my concern, well, my concern about Phil. Yes. I want to. My concern for Phil is what he got for Christmas. I, don't, <laughs> I hope he hasn't gone back to sleep. Well, <clears throat> they gave me a gift of uh, some little rings that make. A man's face and his hands look as if he has some money or something, you know? <laughs> Make you look uh, as if you've been to the manicurist or something, you know? <laughs> and um, I can tell you exactly how it goes. Uh, I got let me see. I got hand cream. That's very important for PRS, you know. I'm supposed to be a PRS. On duty, sport, Avon. That is something to make you look sharp. On <laughs> Okay, okay, see, see, we have a long day ahead of us. Yeah. yeah, we have a long day ahead of us. So we that, just hope that you will say quickly. Huh? Uh, I said I say we hope you will say quickly. You Say quickly? No, I, I, I was hoping you say quickly. I'm not in Europe. Okay. Go ahead, Ivor. Take it out. Mm-hmm. Okay, well... Folks, you know, we are celebrating the Christmas. We're going to be here until 3 o'clock today, so we want you to stick wow. and stay. We're going to end one show, and we're going to go on to the other at 12. So, Phil, make sure that you you um, call in and dial in that number. So we're going to yeah. have fun. The, fun. the party has not really started yet, you know. It's, You're going to have what? Yeah, I got a song, uh, Ivor. I want you to play for some special people. When you get a chance. Well, by all means. You, you, you said you special go, people up, and you, you gotta put mm. you gotta you got you gotta you gotta pull up a special thing sing to the king by 
sing in Francine. Sing to the king by singing Francine. Mm. Sing to the king. Well, go ahead and say who the folks them you want to send it out to. You have some oh, right, right. Yeah. Go ahead and call the names. Yes. Let me just tell you the special. Oh, we put them now. To Dr. Eugene and Melanie Francis over the Infirmary Pines. Dr. Leroy and Anne Lashley down in Country Walk. Um, Casilla and Bobby Antonio in Toronto, Canada. Casper Jarvis over there in Toronto, Canada. Theo Thorne and her two little sons over there in Central Florida. Joan Mears and her husband and two kids and her three kids. Tyson Christian over there in London, England. And, of course, Barbara Francis in Pembroke Pines. Not Pembroke Pines, but in New York. Mount Vernon, New York. Yeah, those are the folks that I want to send out in the first instance. So those are my special people. Sing to the king. Sing to the king by singing, singing Francine. If you can find it. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, but I just have to go and find that. Yeah, I know it's difficult. Let's praise Jehovah. Dr. Hill? Dr. Hill? No. Dr. Hill playing the organ. Dr. Hill.
Yes, Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. And what a way to bring in Debbie. And we are going to have Mr. Heat raise up the heat and introduce Debbie and Dawn at this time. Thanks. Thank you, Ivor. Today, Christmas is a happy time for many of us. However, for some, there's sadness and despair. On this Christmas Day, 2021, we at The Cricket Show extend our appreciation for the work that Debbie and Dawn has put in with the Antigua and Barbuda Care Charity Group. And we say thank you to all who have responded with gifts and assistance for the cause of Debbie and Dawn and the, Bermuda, and the Antigua Barbuda Care. Debbie, you have the floor. Thank you for being Hi, good here. morning, everyone. Um, I just morning. wanted to say Merry Christmas, um, season's greetings, happy holidays. Um, we all um, respond to different um, accolades. So I want to make sure I address um, um, all, um, all of what we celebrate. Um, just wanted to thank our many audiences that's out there um, to say thank you uh, for the contributions that you have made. And uh, it goes directly to um, Antigans and Barbudans um, living at home. I want to say a special greetings also to the cricket show, Mr. Leon, Mr. Dennis, Mr. I've all of you guys that have given us the opportunity to come online um, each and every Saturday. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, season's greetings to you too. Um, just want to um, just want to, to to say, you know, um, our group appreciates everything that um, you do. And looking forward to working with you in the new year. Um, we're not going to ask today. Today's not for ask. Today's just to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Very good. Dawn? Um, yeah, I don't think that Dawn is because... Dawn is here yet. So, you know, for all of us that are at home then, for all of us that are at home... Celebrating with our families, relax, um, put Christ back into Christmas. A lot of us, you know, we go out and we spend a lot of money on gifts, etc. Um, but we just need to stay focused on who and what it's all about. Those who said, well, um, today's not actually Christmas Day. I think we all have a birthday that we celebrate. And I think if we give Jesus one special day, it's not going to take anything out of us. So, you know, happy birthday, Jesus. Happy birthday for all who are celebrating birthdays today. Happy, you know, and just season's greetings. And I just want to thank you guys um, for always having us. And I know we're going to be on in the next, um, the, the afternoon hours. So I look forward to coming back on also. Yes, indeed. Thank you. <clears throat> okay, folks. Um, Dennis, go ahead and close it up. And thank you once again, Debbie and Dawn, of course, and your group. We really appreciate all the hard work. We know that uh, you volunteered your time for a good cause. You see that uh, there is need, 
and you stepped in to assist yourself and your group. So we want to extend our great appreciation and say thank you, thank you, and thank you, and continue the good work you're doing, and we wish you more success in the upcoming new year. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you so much. See you later. Bye-bye.
Amen. It's like it's up. I'm joining with the chorus. Merry Christmas, everyone. Peace and love, joy, and celebration. Merry Christmas, everyone. Peace and love, joy, and celebration. Merry Christmas, everyone. Peace and love, joy, and celebration. Merry, Merry Christmas, everyone. Peace and love, joy, and celebration. So, Merry Christmas, everyone. Peace and love, joy, and celebration. Merry Christmas, everyone. Peace and love, joy, and celebration. Merry Christmas, everyone. Peace and love, joy, and celebration. Merry Christmas, everyone. Peace and love, joy, and celebration.
solidarity, not in their cooperation, not in their collaboration, only not in the generosity and benevolence of their oppressor. What we're seeing here are tokens, tokens of benevolence. Because in as much as you're talking about two for two and whether we have turned the corner, the, 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 the numbers still do not add up. Because remember, just as Derek Chauvin was convicted, um, what's his name? Wright was being murdered. And no, he was during the trial. He wasn't, he wasn't convicted yet. He wasn't convicted yet. It was during the trial. I said, as he was being convicted, he eventually was convicted, wasn't he? Yeah, but as he was doing the trial. I think even, even as he was, even as Derek Chauvin was being convicted, Dante Wright. No, I, I don't like. I don't like the part. Being, I don't like the part. During but, the trial, I, I'm not. Tim Potter, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. I not, let me finish. You can like it if you want. And if you don't like it, that's, that's up to you. Me not asking you to like it or to agree with it or to to endorse it. I'm just asking you to understand No, I, no I, I put in the okay. facts on the table. That so, he was not convicted. The killing Let me finish my statement, Ivan. After Please. the conviction. He was during the trial. We can't mislead the public cardinal. But go ahead. Let me finish. Let me finish my statement. Okay. So, where would I leave off? As I said, even as Derek Chauvin was being convicted, Dante, Dante Wright, you're gonna make me come in on a point of order. Don't, Dante Wright, don't come in on a, on a point of order on my commentary. You can, you can take it out. I thought you said you had pen and paper. Well, put it on your paper. And then you can deal with it at that time. But let me finish my statement, my commentary. (laughs) Dante Wright was being murdered. And many of us didn't have the conviction. Many of us weren't convinced. We were shocked when we saw a conviction. Albeit that we think that there should have been. So we can be talking about turning the corner Turn the corner on what? Justice? Because this, this is what some people are going to say, that justice has been served. To whom? Because it can be to Dante Wright. If justice was no, being served not. to Dante Wright, or justice was being served to, to, to George Floyd, or whoever else, they would have been alive. So you cannot take one incident and erase a history of oppression that is based on the dehumanization of a people. The system that was developed and designed to facilitate the dehumanization of a people cannot at the same time offer them a guarantee in the protection of their human rights. 
So as we talk about whether we're turning the corner, as from my point of view, we got to be talking about whether a system is being transformed, not whether the people who administer the system are handing out tokens of their benevolence to quiet us and keep us, you know, according to Malcolm X, hoodwink, hoodwink and bamboozled. This ain't no time to celebrate. Worse yet, ain't no time to celebrate thinking that somehow justice has been served. No, you have a conviction. Some people might feel that they got relief because of that conviction. No, not in the interest of people who for, whose human rights for centuries have been deprived by a system that was set up to do just that. A bulldozer might be powerful, but he can't win a NASCAR, a NASCAR championship. He can't win the Indy 500 or NASCAR championship because it was not designed to do so. By the same token, the system, the socio-cultural system, which operates the values, concepts, and principles of the United States of America, was not designed to offer any guarantee for the protection of the human rights of black people. It was not designed for that. So unless we see something of a redesign, we ain't got no right to be talking about turning the corner and people getting justice. That's my thought. Okay, before anyone else come in, let me just rebut here. During Derek Chauvin's trial, Kim Potter shot and killed Dante Wright. There was no conviction yet, and maybe she took that stance believing that Derek Chauvin and the others would not have been found guilty. It was business as usual. Now, if it would have been done after the conviction, I would have said, well, she was really, really brazen. But let's move on. I am saying, in as much as you're saying the system was designed to do what it's been doing, I am saying that there's a spoke in the wheel of that system because people eyes, people are more educated now, more liberated. Is no more giving up your seat on the, on the bus for the white person. Is no more you're black, you stay back, and you're white, you're right, and you're brown, you stick around. Right now, you can see right before our very eyes that police in uniform are held to the same standard, even with the sentencing. Well, she hasn't been sentenced yet, but even with the remand in prison until sentencing, the judge used the words, I cannot treat you any different than I would treat, because they were bringing this nice, glory, um, rosy look about her that she would have served for 26 years in the community, which is correct. But on that day, she made a fatal mistake, and the judge is saying, you have to be held until I make my my um my sentence in judgment. The verdict is guilty. He said, I have to take you in. Flight twist or no flight twist. First of all, she does not even live 
in Minnesota. So she'll be out of that jurisdiction. So the judge to me has shown that this was just another person who was found guilty of a criminal offense and treated it as such. Those words got to be comforting to, to other people's ears because once ago that couldn't happen. You couldn't get an arrest, number one. You couldn't get a charge. Never mind you get arrest, you get charged, and you get you, you got a conviction. Now we have to see what the sentence is going to be because I guess you'll follow the guidelines. And having not been found guilty of anything, I don't want people to say, well, the judge being lenient or whatever you. She's going to follow her guideline and then use her discretion. So I don't think she's going to get no 25 years and all that kind of stuff. She might, might come down with it or maybe three years or six years or something like that. But I beg to differ. In Minnesota, in, in no other state, the corner has been turned. And you have to give credit where credit is due. They found two officers who were on duty to abuse their power. And the jurors, and I show their white, black, brown, indifferent, would have found those two officers guilty. There's got to be some kind of credit given. I'm agreeing with you that the verdict cannot bring back the deceased person. They had no right to be killed. But I am just saying, if you go back to the Bible thing there, they slay and kill people too. I don't know if they had trials. I doubt they had any. But in this, our society, you're having a trial. And I hope, I'm going to end here, that the folks who are following these things that are happening in Minnesota would follow it in Washington. Because on January 6th, People died at the Capitol at the instruction of our, of our then president, John Donald J. Trump. And I hope he would not be treated any differently, just like these two officers have not been treated differently. That is my hope. Justice for all. Leon, Dennis, and anyone else? Ivor. Yes. Ivor, I'm encouraged, but the hands of the clock is being slowly, or perhaps not so slowly, turned backwards. Two positive verdicts is not enough. We have seen that justice is not yet served. Justice is seen when we have the freedom to vote. Justice is having respect for our right to vote, not being de taken or deprived of by states exercising power over the minority population. Justice is recognizing the unfairness of those who discriminate in order to have power over others. Justice is having the Supreme Court interpret the laws of the land, not the political views of their sponsors. While I appreciate the verdict in Minnesota, I am not euphoric just yet because there's a lot 
more injustice that we are exercising today, we win on one hand, or perhaps we don't win, but we gain a little traction on one hand, only to see it lost on the slopes in the next phase. And the slope, as we're witnessing all across these various states, is extremely, extremely slippery. And we hear no complaints. We hear no admonition from groups of people who are actively sitting in silence while we watch the blatant and disgraceful performance of people they voted for doing all this injustice and discrimination against people of color. That is my thought and on this, Ivor, and it's back to you for uh, some other yes. comments. Yes. Well, like I said, I'm going to respect your opinion. I am saying the, the, the wheel of justice turns slowly and it grinds slowly. And I am saying we are much further on than we were, let's say, in 1950. Ivor, remember, we had, the vote, we had the Voting Rights Act of 65, I think it was. And we thought we were on our way to a fair and just society. Suddenly in 2020 and 2021, we see that the Voting Rights Act meant nothing. Not to all these people passing laws to stop minority from voting. And not to a Supreme Court that sits back there and gave tacit approval to the discrimination we're facing. So as much as I want to appreciate your sentiments that, you know, there is a change in the wind, I think we need a little bit more time to make that statement because the proof of the pudding is definitely in the eating. And the pudding that we're eating right now, there is no, there is absolutely no, um, no absolutely no satisfaction in that proof because tomorrow I may go out there and find that I cannot vote for whatever reason. So thank you for your anticipation of something good coming, but I don't see it yet. Thank no, you. I'm thank speaking you. for the now. I don't know. I don't. I cannot speak for tomorrow, but I can tell you for the now. I must say that things are things are going in the opposite direction. I have to say that. And Cardinal would have said it in his in his speech. He was surprised. That alone should tell you that that means things are moving in the other direction. He said some of us were surprised. So I'm gonna say he was surprised. I was not. He and I had conversation off here and on here that Derek Chauvin will be found guilty. I had no doubt in that. I told him, I said, my tears would not go in vain. I saw that on the T V and I thought he was some movie I was looking at. So did I. So, but he was surprised. Mm-hmm. So the mere fact that you're surprised, that means things are moving yeah. in the opposite direction of what you would have expected. And that is what I'm speaking about. I'm not just in the voting there because, yes, a president is going to tell you, find votes to make me win. 
and still misleading people to this day to say, I won. I agree. A lot of work is needed. A lot of work is left to be done. But if I have to mark and put a check mark someplace, I have to say, the needle has moved. It has. I don't expect it to move in chunks. We have been outnumbered by, by, by whites, if I can use them as whites. So you're going to always hear, you're judged by your peer, and most of the time, your peer may not even look half the color that you look. But maybe, the, maybe by your peer is in thinking. I don't know if they're going to think like us. But I don't expect that the whole thing to turn around because some of us are more, who, who I deem as Orioles, are even more warped than those, as Cardinal would have put it. They would have put it there to go against us. The bulldozers that can run the 500 um, in the race. So some of the Orioles then, some of us gravitate to that too. So I think the, that's first where we have to begin to work on. We have to work on us, some of us. Let's see if Leon has um, a contribution or we can move on. Mm-hmm. Or anyone. No, I, Leon. Mm-hmm. I don't have much to add because I, um, I was really, really surprised that they found her guilty after the jury had stayed a long time. And I was asking some questions. But I'm satisfied that they came up with, with a guilty. Um, guilty. And uh, I'm waiting to see now whether or not the sentences will go along a reasonable rate. I don't think she will get the maximum like, like most of you said. I feel that she, because of her previous uh, record, I don't think she'll be getting a long time imprisonment. But... Um, Ivor, you said something about Trump being ordering the uh, the people to do what he did at, at the White House. Not the White House, but at the Parliament building. The Capitol. I, Capitol. The Capitol, yes, okay. I don't think that he's going to be charged. To be honest, I do not feel that they're going to be charged. Something tells me they're going to find some, some loophole to get him out of that. Because, uh, we, we, we thought by now he'll be indicted. I don't think so. I don't personally think so. And then we can say for sure that he's going to be, he is he's the one responsible because we haven't proven it yet, have we? So, uh, but just my feeling, and I don't feel he's going to be charged. And that's my contribution. Well, yeah, well I'm waiting on the, hold on. I'm waiting on the, the Supreme Court because his lawyers would have filed to, to mm-hmm. withhold, um, you know, some of his writing, some of his doings while he was president, which is yeah. not his. They come under the purview of the sitting president, which is Biden. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I would like to hear what the, the Supreme Court, which he formulated anyway. I want to see if they're going to twist things in his thing or they're going to really take it away how we should be done. So I have to wait for that <laughs> too, and then I'll make a further comment. But... <laughs> Before the Department of Justice, the Attorney General, I thought that by now he should have been doing something unless he's doing something behind or in secret. So when he comes out, he has the facts. And I know for sure that the facts are there and he's going to have a conviction. So I don't, 
I, I, I find that he was slow, but maybe that's how he works. No, but I think once they charge him, they have a certain amount of time to go in there, so I think they need more mm. concrete evidence. They need some evidence. of these guys who are defying mm. the subpoena mm. to really mm. come to. They have one or two, but I think by the time they would have come with a charge, they don't want to be there now, charge him, and they're going to the court and say they're not ready for trial. Yeah, I okay. think that is where mm. where they're going. When they when bring charges, they say, once the court to be ready, they're going to say, we are ready. And the defense is going to be the one begging for time. That's, mm-hmm. that's my feeling on that. Okay. We, we, we haven't heard much from Cardinal since. Is, uh, is he muted? Anyway, going back no, no, to... Cardinal, uh, mm. Cardinal will, will, will come back. You know, he waits to, to be okay. called in. You know, he's, he's, he don't like to be interrupted, okay. and he does not interrupt people. Exactly. I can say that, much. Say that much. much. So, yes. I'll bring it back. I'll swing, you know, I'll swing it back to him. I know he has something else to, to come back with. Okay. Um, I, 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 know I have something to say. Right. I, I know you are saying we are surprised by the verdict, but you know, the truth of the matter is. Cardinal, Cardinal, we, Cardinal. Well, well, the state the statement's been made that we are surprised by the verdict. But you know what is sad? We shouldn't be surprised by verdicts because the facts are there and in all instances we can see it. And if justice is being done, then the verdict should be uh simple and plain. And so we shouldn't have any surprise when we hear the verdict because we've seen the evidence. The Supreme no. Court. <laughs> you can be surprised. Can, 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 because can, can, I, I, okay. Let me make this one thing clear because I wanted to mm. say when you said it. And it, it had left me. But it, it's about no. I was rather surprised that Kim Potter was found guilty on the first mm. manslaughter charge. Because that was harder to prove, really. Because that, that, that first degree manslaughter um, has some kind of intent in it. So the second degree, I thought he would have been found guilty on that one. But the first one, when they found on both, that was rather surprising to me, to be honest with you. Go ahead. Um, if you look at it on the surface, either the man was being held or detained on uh, some sort of a traffic warrant or something of that nature. The fact of the matter is he should not, gunplay should not come into it when all he was simply doing is attempting to evade. When they know who he is, they know where he lives, they know what he's driving there right there in front of him, what is the need to take a gun out to stop him from fleeing? Did he commit a murder? Did he commit some terroristic act? No. Let's use Taser because her intent was Taser. Well, yeah, but even Taser... Thinking about there was no need. I agree. I agree with you. There was no need for for Taser. I must have said Taser. And that is why. That is why I say that we shouldn't be surprised because we see the evidence in front of us, and the evidence says in no uncertain terms. It's quite clear. If you are a fair-minded individual looking at the evidence and not looking for some excuse to let them get off, then you will see clearly that. The verdict in the end shouldn't be surprising because we, the evidence tells us exactly how the case should be adjudged. 
and the Supreme Court going on to that section of it have for too long been sitting there using political ideology instead of interpreting the law. We can never see any of these justices in the Supreme Court as being totally fair-minded. Rather, we see them bringing their interpretation of their political sponsors. And I think that is a sad part of it. It's, uh, Leon, it's back to you. Ivor, yeah, the thought, the thought, the thought just slipped me. So bypass me, Ivor, for now. Till he brings. Let, let, let. Okay. What I want is well, to come back. I'm sorry, on this one because there has got to be a difference between first and second degree manslaughter. And I know first degree is stronger than the second degree manslaughter mm. because we we all know it involves killing. We know that, but I think that you don't have the intent to do it. That is for my old little police in here. I have to pass to their ones. You you have to you have to have some kind of intent for the first degree manslaughter. That's that's what I know. And I don't think, inter- based on the evidence, I don't think there was any intent for the killing. I I, I didn't see that evidence coming out. So that's why I said. The so first why, why 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 she pull a gun or a taser? She would know, she should know the difference between a taser and a gun, though. Shouldn't yeah, she? I agree all that, but I was just talking about with the charge the charge itself because. But- but you can pull a gun and don't intend to kill somebody either, you know. You could have maybe just yeah. pull a gun and next thing it, it, it malfunction and fire and you didn't really intend to pull it. Or you intend mm-hmm. to shoot him mm-hmm. in his foot and somehow oh. when, he shoot, when he shot in his foot, he ducked down and he gets shot in his head. So what I'm saying, the evidence I was talking about, I tried to follow mm-hmm. it, you know, as much as I could. And I didn't see the evidence coming out to show that the first degree manslaughter was there. But okay. then again... First and second. So, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, do you know that she was only charged with second degree manslaughter, and is the outcry of the family and and others why the first degree manslaughter was was, um yes it was always second degree only that came in as an afterthought because the um the lawyer for the for for right. Defense. Decided. Why not first degree? Mm-hmm. So they didn't, they didn't thought that the first degree was going to hold, but it did. I've yes. seen, Ivor, I've seen. The first instance when she pulled that gun, she intended to stop this young man from getting away from them. Yes. So the intent, the intent is to stop him at all costs. But not and to kill so, him. Yes. Well, if it means killing him, yes. Stop him at all costs is the intent. No, I no, don't agree with that. We, I don't agree with that. No, well, because I, I, the only thing that lady did wrong, you know, in terms of um, pulling the gun, she should know the difference. And China would, have, and you would have said it when we had the show when last week. She should have known. But manufacturers built the, the, this new taser and the gun too close, too close to one another. The field, but. For 26 right. years, she should have known better. And she admits if she was by herself, pulled him over for no ear freshener hanging from no, no, no thing. But because he had somebody okay. in training, she had to go all the way to show what can be done when you pull yes. somebody it, over. It, but she said it right. When you're using a taser, you have to say, 
taser, taser, taser. But she now we know evidence saying she was fearful that she would get one over uh, the other officer because while she was saying taser, taser, she pulled off driving. It didn't stop. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you where I believe the conviction came in for the jurors too, especially first degree murder. Mm-hmm. Some attorneys are your worst enemies. That guy, just like Chauvin, I'm attorney, started blaming the guy for his own death. You cannot do that. They're giving, they're telling jurors that he caused his own death. He shouldn't just stop. He shouldn't do anything. You don't know what person do when, 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 they, when they're under some kind of jewel. You see a man there with gun, you see something pull out. He didn't think it was a taser. Taser all he wants. He wants to make good escape because this woman might shoot me. So let me mm-hmm. run away like Bob Marley and live to fight another day. But he's just that. She shot him in a vital part. He's not like she shot him in his arm or something. Something. She shot him. And she sounds surprised mm-hmm. when the guy said, he shot, you, you shot me. And she said, oh my God, I shot me. So, to me, she showed something, but she has to be culpable, to be honest with you. And she should have known better. I am agreeing with that. But personally, I'm no God. I don't think that she said that to kill him. I don't think so. I could be wrong. Tanner would beg to differ and say, she's white, she wanted to kill a black man. But I personally believe she panicked. And I said, she don't mean nothing to me. She panicked and pulled the trigger. She did. I know, I know. I, I, I see it differently, Ivor. It will stop him at all costs. Okay. And the reason is, the, the reason is, we have seen many videotapes of police stopping white drivers in a vehicle who not only curses the cop, they physically agree. abuse the cop, they agree. ignore commands, and they I'm drive away. Mm. And, I'm and not one of them. What? What was that? Not once, Ivan, not once did they follow up with a stop him at all costs. But this young youth, suddenly it is a stop him at all costs. Why is it necessary to pull a gun to stop a young man, regardless of whether it says Look at the Tamir Rice situation, that 12-year-old boy playing around with a toy. And ten seconds after the cop gets there, Tammy's right is dead. Why is it stop him at all costs, Ivor? That is the, the uh, fact no, of the I'm matter. I am in total agreement with you and Cardinal on certain points. I'm talking specifically about this case and Chauvin case to show there is a difference. Is a lot of people has murdered people. A lot of police have murdered, executed them, and gone for naught. That was the norm. And I told Cardinal, Chauvin case is going to be a difference. It's going to make a difference. So far, I'm, I proved myself right. And the Cardinal is man enough. He'll say, boy, <laughs> you proved yourself right because you said Chauvin won't get convicted. And it would stop a lot of other people from going out and wantonly doing what they've been doing and getting away with. And I personally believe that has stopped down some of these officers, slowed them. I believe so. I think you're going to have more white people killing black people as opposed to police going out and killing them. They realize they're being charged. 
I'm waiting to see what's going to happen to the other officers who was involved with Chauvin. Because they too are going to find, they're going to be found guilty. And I'm saying a corner has been turned. I believe they're going to find them guilty for something. They stand up there and watch Chauvin kill that guy. They still looked around. And this man, this, 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 this Chinese man, whatever it is there, preventing people from even getting close and keeping them off. He too is going to be found guilty. Although he wasn't, had, his, had no knee on this guy. But those guys who had the knee on, on him and watched this man for nine minutes. You, you're telling me now you are going to be surprised that they find the, those guys guilty too? I hope not. They're guilty. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. Colonel, the evidence is there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Colonel, well, Colonel. Well, um, like, let me see if I'm, I'm, I'm open. Yeah, we're hearing you. Dennis commented that the system, the system is not being administered by fear-minded people. I think those are the terms. I don't know if I'm saying it the way Dennis, if I'm hearing it the way Dennis yes. said it, but that is what I understand. That the system is not being administered by fear-minded people. And so how are we going to generate any form of protection for the human rights of the people who are designated to be treated with indignity. That is not possible. Now, what I was talking about is something that that I say this, and I'm going to say two things on that. The river is flowing from north to south. Mm -hmm. And in that flow, a certain body or column of water hits a rock and, and, and flows back northwards. Is Ivan going to say that the, the, because that little column of water hits a rock and flows back northward, is he saying that the, the river is changing course and going north? I don't think so. The second thing I have to say, you can't push a 12-inch knife in my back and pull it out one inch and expect me and expect to convince me you are doing me a favor for which I ought to be grateful. And that is how I see these convictions. You have a system that continues to demoralize, to dehumanize, to do whatever with black people. And because you have an incident of a police officer here and there being convicted, you want to think that that should encourage me to think that there's this massive change in the system to, to give it credit, for offer, to, to, to give it credit for offering justice? No. Not me. Not at this time. And don't tell me anything about the wheels of justice turn slowly. Justice either exists or it doesn't. And it does not exist by comparison with what existed before. If what existed before is unjust and you somehow ameliorate it sometime after, it does not translate into justice. If the injustice continues to exist, it does continue to exist. So don't give me that, that maxim about the wheels of justice 
turn slowly. I'm not buying that. As Martin Luther King says, injustice anywhere is injustice everywhere. So these little tokens of benevolence that white people are offering in their, in their criminal justice system to think that we're going to get excited. And it's those of us who, who, who get excited about these things and think that it's forthcoming, man, you, you got a lot of history to learn. You understand? So here we, where do we go from here? You still have the process whereby black men are going to jail for 30, 40 years, released from jail, having established that they never committed a crime. They weren't even close to the scene of the crime. Right. And then you're going to tell me, because you let them out after 40 years, you have offered them justice? How? When? Where did you get the idea of using the term justice in association with the destruction of a human life? How did you get that say? What concept of justice would allow you to dehumanize an entire people? And because you reprimand one incident or two, you get to say that you offer them justice? Come on now. That, 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 that couldn't be more wrong in my sight, in my estimation. I cannot afford to offer any reprieve to a system that is designed to dehumanize us because it offers me a token. Okay. Sorry. No can do. What will it take to convince a lot of us who have realized all of these injustices? Because the wheels that are turning slowly is not acceptable. Convictions now of a few officers are not acceptable. Anyone of us on here, tell us. What will it take to satisfy a people that we are moving forward? Simple question. Yeah. Look, look what is happening with the voting rights. You, you yeah. see that? We, we, we have to see something equitable done this. You, you don't need to change something that is working. They used to have a system whereby they used to win. Now they're using, they're, they're making changes to it, so it makes it almost impossible now for some people to win. So I can see that has to change. And it seems as if, look, look at what is happening in, in, in Congress. Uh, a Democrat is holding out against his own party. Why? Why is he doing that? Oh, you'd never find that happen to, to uh, uh, hmm? you wouldn't. A Republican would never do that. Not even to meet them halfway. Not even to meet them halfway, half of the way. Don't write. And it's people saying, people he represents is, is you know, calling him out, and he's not even bending. You know, things like that has to change. In order for us to feel that, that, to let people feel that there is hope. Right now, we have a, 
a little light at the end of the tunnel, but far from enough. Far, far from enough. So that's my take. Now, Every single system and institution mm. that makes up the geopolitical unit called the United States of America is in, indulges the degradation of black people. Its economic mm -hmm. system, its political mm -hmm. system, its educational system, it, whatever, whichever system that you call, each of these systems is, indul is indulging the degradation of our people. The criminal justice system may seem to us to be in the forefront of it, but it doesn't begin and end there. Remember, I, I, and I think I said earlier, the 13th Amendment, which was supposed to be one of the grand tokens of white benevolence, was said to be to, said to have abolished slavery. But what it did, it transferred the plantation from an agricultural unit to the prison industrial complex, the basketball court the football field, and all that. These were the mm -hmm. plantations. The 13th Amendment did that, and we get excited mm -hmm. about that. Several years later, we get Civil Rights Act. The, vote, the same Voting Rights Act that you're talking about was within the civil mm -hmm. rights structure. Another grand token. We get excited about that. And, oh, we are now out there voting, and we are voting big time. But did that, did that change anything with respect no. to the degradation of black people? Absolutely mm -hmm. not. A, 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 a social construct orchestrated by a people who have no respect, human rights of another, have forfeited its right to even use the term justice. Now, they're not only using the term justice, they're defining it for you and having you subscribe to their definition. What? A calamity, you know, because when we as a people subscribe to their definition of justice, then we get caught up. As Malcolm X say, we've been had, we've been took, we've been hoodwinked, we've been bamboozled. And that's where we act with this. One small token, one small little shiny token, and we're jumping up and celebrating, so things are changing. They have been changing since the 1960s when they offered the Civil Rights Act, within which there was... And we, in 2000. And and 21, still talking about voting rights. So what was that 60-something uh, years for? When, 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 then, when they were telling you, hey, look, this is just a token. You know what a token is, right? A token, if, you, if you've got a token, if you spend your quarter, which is legal tender money, and get a token for the bus, you could only ride on that bus with the token. Uh, you buy a token for the laundry. You could only use your, talk, your token in that laundry. You can't use your token to buy bread. You see, so these, are, these things are what we got. Tokens, they have no substance. They create an image to make us get excited, make us think that something is about to happen in our favor, in our interest, in the protection of our human interest. But nothing happens. A mirage. That's all that these things are. So when we sit here 
and we looked at the Democrats and the Republicans. Their war, their conflict is not about us. Their conflict is not about our circumstances. Their conflict is about how to administer the white supremacy structure, and that's what the difference is about. Neither the Democrats nor the Republicans have any interest in dismantling that system, and it's, a, it's purely a system of oppression, and the targets of that oppression are mainly people who you call minorities. I don't go by that name. I am not minor to anybody. My value as a human being is as great as any other, the value of any other human being. This minority thing is, is what that everybody is catching on to is to create the illusion that somehow the people who are targeted for our oppression are of lesser value, so it's okay. No, I am buying that, and I am calling myself no minority either. But what I want to look at is that both the Democrats and the Republicans are committed to the preservation of the white superiority socioculture and its white supremacist power construct. Their conflict is about how to administer it. Their conflict is not over whether one wants to dismantle it and the other doesn't. Their conflict is about how do we administer it. And that, when we jump in on one side or the other of that conflict, then we start to have conflicts with each other and leave our business in the pursuit of liberation. We leave our business unattended. We, not, we need to start minding our own damn business. That's my fish. But our... Our own damn business is part of this society to be treated fairly and with justice. Note that we are um, looking at the, the question I have. A law was passed, the Civil Rights Voting Rights Act, but it has an expiry date on it. Why? Are we going to get another Voting Rights Act expiry date? Why is it necessary for us to pass a law which only active for X number of years and then we go back to square one? History has shown that expiry dates, including the, um, remember California passed a law about, or perhaps it wasn't California, but Congress passed a law regarding the availability of these uh, guns of, these killing machines, you know, the, the, the ones that are able to fire multiple weapons and not weapons, but multiple bullets at a time. And that had a sunset clause in it. Why? Why is it necessary for, for, for us to pass these types of law? Justice has got to come back to this society, or at least perhaps not come back, because some wonders if it was ever there in the first place. But we need, we as um, members, citizens of this particular society, this country, need to have a fair and just system where each one of us is worth what we are able to put into society, not somebody looks at us and, you know, stigmatize us with and suggest that 
they might be better. Imagine education. We have people up and down this country making a lot of noise, not about the insurrection that took place in January, but about the thought that we would teach a certain curriculum to young, growing children. They are more concerned, and we know who they are because we see them on these video clips at school board meeting. You cannot teach equality to my child because I don't want him to get upset. But at the same time, they sit back and they saw what happened on January the 6th. And what do they say? They say absolutely nothing. They sit back. Well, perhaps they don't say absolutely nothing because somebody said silence is, you know, an approval of something. And these are the people who hear what is an absurdity about an election being stolen. People who have exercised elections for over, what is it, 200 years? The same format and never before has anyone seen anything. But suddenly in 2021 or in 2020, we have all these millions of people suddenly looking at it and say, there was fraud, there was fraud, there was fraud. And the only fraud we see comes from the other side. Now you tell me, where is the justice? Italy, okay. Ivor, I think okay. we are, yeah. you know, coming up to the hour. And I, I've got to tell you my story because I miss, I miss the bearded fellow last night. I want to tell you why. This is changing the topic, but, uh, you know, if you want to close this out first. You know, we're going to go ahead and fill up. But we have David. Let's get Merry Christmas, David, to you and your family. Come on in. But we're going to continue another show, 12 until 3 o'clock. Christmas greetings across the way and all the good stuff. How are you, sir? Good morning, Ivor. Good morning, Marcus. Good morning, Lynette. Good morning, Leon. Dennis. <laughs> Cardinal, yeah. Hartley, listeners in the world, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. Um, just, um, just chiming in, I just um, would like to say you know, happy holidays to each and everyone. Whoever celebrates, who don't celebrate, just happy holidays to each and everyone. Hoping they, they um, spend some time with family and friends, have some fun, reminisce on the good times that they have. So we have to get some time for getting up and being here this morning. So basically, that's what I would like to say. I also would like to say to Hardly, listen, I'm not Hardly, Cardinal, Mama dear Ivor, I did not know he was born in Britain until the other day when he was doing the U.S. Open. Um, he was more British than the real British man, so I would like to say to my friend there, boy, I thought he was born <laughs> in the Virgin Island, not in, not in, I thought he was born down there in, a, in a, um, one of those islands, not, not in Britain. Mm. <laughs> Did you have your mad hat or tie? You needed to get your man have a tire, puppy, you know? Yeah, 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 I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. I, I had 
know, Marcus heard him and Lynette heard him, you know, they were like, wow, they didn't know that he was born in Britain. <laughs> you know? That was some of the fun. I got in locally, you know, just, um, you know, there's not much here right now for the holiday season. We have the U.S. play in Ireland here. Some local matches. David, tell us more. Our understanding is that the first ODI will not be had because one of the empires came down with COVID. Really? That's the first. I I that that news did not. I only heard that the game is cancelled, but um, did not did not know that. So they they probably have to get a new. They probably have to get a new panel there because. Everybody yeah. was like, yeah, yeah. All, the, all the umpires would have to be things, so they need to come mm-hmm. out and say that. When they say yeah. not enough umpires, just just let them know that all the umpires that are here have been in contact with each other, so contact tracing has mm-hmm. to go on. Yeah. And then they have to bring in another whole slew of um, umpires. Would it be in time yeah, yeah. for the second ODI, which is when? Um, Tuesday, right? When is this? Tuesday? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you, you're privileged in that information because I, I, I only got a call at the first OGI cancer, so I, mm-hmm. we, I, I, you know, you're surprising news to me this morning. I know I got a call. You hear it here um, first, man. You, you, you hmm? have to stick with it, with the, with the cricket show. Yeah. You get this in, you get, you get it first, and you get it here first. Thanks to the cricket show for keeping me informed. I said I got a phone call this morning, but I was trying to return that call and I haven't been able to reach anyone yet. So let them know wow. that you're, you're the official score at, at at the event too, because they might want to know you got a call. Soon. Let them know the, the big stick that's the wheel around here, David. No, 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 not no big stick, man. It's a very, very small, small, small. You know, my new, my new. But yeah, wow, it's surprising. Yeah, you know. Morning to you, David. Morning, sir. Good morning. Morning, morning, yes, please. And also a net, a net, um, a net, a net bowler. Another part of the squad has also been tested positive from the USA camp. Wow. Rather complicated, complicated um, the circumstances why they had to cancel the, the match. They had to go to, like I ever said, they had to go to testing all the others. So she probably might have come in contact with others as well. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm telling you that, you know, people you know, um inside the building were told to wear masks and not everybody seemed to be adhering to that. Mm-hmm. Mm. In any event, um, De- David, uh, ha- Merry Christmas to you and the family. I hope Santa was good to you. And if you have anything left over, you know, you can give it to us or no. We, we, those of us who have not got it. The Santa part of it, I don't know about that. Leftover, yeah. I'm done. That that is um not the not not there. So there is nothing left over. I tell you.
coming on this morning with um, trying to help my wife to see if she's going to make dinner. You know, just, just a, it's not anything special for us. It's just another day, and we um, we um, we prepare stuff because especially in the holidays when there's nothing open. So I said, listen, there's a holiday coming around where nothing is going to be open. Make sure that mm-hmm. there's no food in the house because if I get hungry, there is nothing. I remember a couple of years back, we had, um, I had just gotten to this country and there was Thanksgiving. I didn't know that place is closed. So we mm-hmm. had the two kids and we were saying, um, yeah, we'll go out and have some dinner. And I, we couldn't find anywhere to eat. We ended up eating at a dingy restaurant. So from that, I said, listen, a holiday rolls around where we know places closed. Just make sure that there's some food in here. Exactly. And the holidays just are money making stuff, man. Yeah. Yep. 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 Anyone can guess what I got for Christmas? I know. I know. Dennis knows. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. You know, Ivor. Yeah, because you've been saying it here all year, and you even sang the song too. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth, my two front teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And I went to the dentist the other day, and the dentist dig me so hard with that, and needs the man to love my gum to do my deep cleaning. It hurt for days. Yeah, yeah. I hate. I hate I hate going to the dentist because they they I go but you know not not a welcome looking forward to it because sometimes when they do that reason unbelievable. Yes, sir. Coming up at um twelve until two o'clock talking yeah. And singing Christmas carols, so get your vocals in tune. Well, I, I, if we, if I was, if I was singing for a living, I would have been starving. I was, you know, I can't carry a note, not even a, in a basket. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> guys, say you don't have to sing while you can laugh because you have one of the, <laughs> the most beautiful laughing on the radio. <laughs> with that, I'm hoping um. Martrice is not having too much of the snow up there in New York. Oh, she's having, you know, some decent weather. You know, if not, then she has to do like hardly move down here in the south, you know. Martrice, you told me you didn't want to talk to David. I want to see if you're really not going to talk to him in the first portion of the show. Well, David, David. I thought you know, David never touched the story. Yeah. I run Man Week and he talks about Christmas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. Yeah. She, she, not only she, uh, Connie also. Connie also, they, they have this thing about Christmas, so they don't celebrate it, so. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, people I believe that's that's their thing. I don't knock them. As I said, for me, it's not it's not for me. 
You know, mm-hmm. when you were small, you you brought up on it, but once you come to realize, you know, the mission, they sing it down. But that's say for people, I don't know people who want to celebrate it. That's their thing, you know. They were each to their own, man. That's how I look at it. Gentlemen, we have one minute of the first show, and I want mm-hmm. to let you know that it's time for me to look some breakfast, so... When I I'll be leaving the show at this time, and I'll be listening, but I am most likely will not be able to participate for a while. So that's okay. so that you are aware. You understand. No problem. We'll be here until three o'clock, which would be uh, right. twelve o'clock your time. So you're having a late breakfast. You you're, you're like David now. You have breakfast any time of the day. Eight <laughs> nine a.m. <laughs> It's not my time. My time. Oh, wow. Marvelous that the country can be so. So I'm going to sign off. All right. Yeah. Okay, guys. Okay. Have a wonderful day. Okay, good. Yeah, so David, be sure to call back. Guys, here, family.